Owen Loningamichu chatting to one of the best and all-time greats of Irish music. It's Damien Dempsey, uh, otherwise known as Damo. How are you? How are you keeping? Not so bad, Owen. How are you? Yeah, good, 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 good. Can't complain, of course. Um, the last couple of days must have been tough for you. Um, one of your influences passed away, Shane McGowan. It was, yeah, yeah. I, I was just, uh, just reminiscing about all the great times I had with Shane, you know. Um, I first met him in uh, Eamon Darden in Temple Bar, you know. I was supporting him, and uh, I just remember I was, I was, it, it was in a basement, and uh, I was standing down at the bar in the basement, and he came down the stairs, and I was just, it was in awe of the size of him. He was a really big man, you know. Mm. I didn't know, I didn't re- realize how big he was. He came down the stairs, and big hands, and you know, big. He was like a big curler or something. You know, and uh, he came in. I said, "How are you, how are you, Shane?" And he said, "Ah, Damien, I know your album." He, he knew my album from New York. Ah. He, he, he was drinking in a place called Lucky Sullivan's in New York, and that's a friend of mine, Chris Bourne, a great musician. And uh, Chris had my album on the jukebox, and he knew all the songs. And they gave me a big hug and all. And he was, he was, uh, he, he gave me just a great, great lift. You know, he really did. He that's gave great. Me great, uh, great encouragement and all. You know, and uh, and of course, uh, like you know, we went. We were out for a couple of days, you know, with Shane and... Uh, shopping, yeah, shopping, yeah. Shopping, yeah, exactly, yeah, shoe shopping. <laughs> but I, I asked him, will you have a drink? And he says, uh, yeah, I'll have a double gin and tonic and a double peach snaps in a pint glass. And I said, uh, Shane, I asked you to do one day drink, that's five drinks. <laughs> and the rest... And he goes... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah, uh, had, had, yeah, had, a, had a great point. But he was uh, the most intelligent fellow you ever met. Jesus, he was talking to me about eighteenth-century socialism, and wow. I say he, he could have been a lecturer in the politics art, you know, uh, history or philosophy yeah, or anything like yeah. that. You know, if he had, had, had to be in a position, like yeah. he had that, 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 that really high intellect. You know, it was amazing. Of course, he was a fantastic songwriter and poet as well. I want to give you the the first question, really. Um, your, your songs, uh, yourself, you're a fantastic songwriter, but they come across as they could be a bit of poetry as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm always just uh, having the notebook everywhere I go on, you know, and I'm just writing, I'm just observing when people watch her, you know. And I'm always listening, you know, I'm a good listener, so I'm always listening to people and listening to conversations and watching everyone and uh, just have my eyes peeled and my ears open all the time, so I'm just writing stuff down all the time, so it's... Uh, yeah, I suppose the the, the, the words pe- pe- people really like me for the words, really. I suppose you know, the, and songs. There's, I try to put imagery. I try to make it like it's it's like watching a movie. You know, uh, a lot of songs. Yeah. You know, you, you could be sitting there watching a movie, and uh, I would have got that from listening to Cheyenne's great songs and Bruce Springsteen and and, and, and other people like that. You know, and, and, and the old Irish ballads are like that as well. You know, of course, yes, yeah, so they're, they're, they're very visual. You know, you, you can you can you could see them like as you as you listen to them. You absolutely, can, you can really yeah. See what's going on? Yeah, yeah. So you you you'd write the words first, then the melody, or me- melody then words. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a, a bit of both. You, bit you of know, both, melodies yeah. just come, you know, out of the sky. They just come into your head, you know, and then you, you have all this stuff written down in your notebook and then you just try and merge them, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've almost, is, always fascinated by how songwriters structure a song and how long they, they think about a song. And sometimes the ones that think about the longest uh, don't necessarily be the most successful ones. You've heard songs that have made people millions and it only took them two or three minutes or 30 minutes to write songs. I'm always interested when it comes to songwriters, how the how the process comes along. But it took you five years Demo, to give us new music from uh, 2018 to 2023. What was the what was the process you were going through in that in that time frame? Yeah, um, it's 
when my uh, my producer and he plays drums with me and he also manages me, uh, John Reynolds, he was uh, married to Sinead O'Connor, you know, uh, they had a whole first child together and John drummed with Sinead for years and uh, produced the good for you of our albums and wrote songs with her. So it's been a hard year for him as well and, and myself mm. to play friends with Sinead as well, you know. But uh, yeah, John, uh, he was, when Brexit happened, he had a studio in, in Kilbourne and when Brexit happened, he said, I want out of here, you know, because uh, it just changed the whole uh, feeling in London, you know. Um, there's a lot, a lot of right wing stuff came up on that, you know. Of course, yeah. He said, "I'm out," and, and he, his roots are in Ireland, you know. His people are from Ireland, so he just said, uh, "Decided I'm going, I'm going to move back to Ireland." So uh, that came into the, the mix, you know. So he got into a moving thing, and uh, you know that's a huge thing to move to another country, you know. Absolutely, yeah. When England was sort of out with the European Union then, so. Uh, so he, he had to move and then COVID hit and, uh, you know, so uh, we haven't really had a studio in a long time, you know, because um, he was packing up and uh, then COVID hit. Yeah. So uh, he has a new studio now and then a scary. And, uh, you know, so I've just been uh, sticking sticking out all the new stuff now. So that should be, a, we should have, have it out now in the spring and uh, it's uh, there's a lot of healing, I think, and, you know, there's a, a, a lot of uh, the spirituality and healing and there's a few angry songs about certain things like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> about, about the, the rent and all the landlords and the government and that, you know, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, the, 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 the people say it's, it's, a, it's a lifter. It, it, it's, any, anybody who's heard it say it's, it's, it's lifting them, it's giving them a good lift and I want, I want to give people a, bit, a lift and a bit of hope and a bit of positivity. That's, that's, that's yeah, that's good. Uh, you, you, I've, I met you in a changing room. Uh, don't worry, you weren't playing sports or neither was I, but I was at Fela <laughs> uh, in Thurlis a, a few years oh, back. Yeah. I met you in there. Um, and... You, you you struck me as the type of guy who thinks an awful lot in his head, in in your head. Yeah. How was COVID yeah. for you during that period of time? Uh, given the fact that you you think like that, was it was it a difficult time for you? Or did it did it give you time to write material? Was it useful? Um, I just knew it could uh, it could go either way for me, so I just got into um. There's a native wood up here uh, in Holt, you know. There's a sort of a peninsula here that's a fishing village, you know. It goes yeah. out into the Irish mm-hmm. Sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I was up there. There's a native wood up there and um, full of oak and yew trees and birch. And uh, so I was just up there all the time, just going through that wood and lighting fires up there. And, you know, um, and just uh, get diving in the sea all the time. And I was doing yoga and meditation. And I knew I had to just uh, keep my head good, you know, so. I just done loads of that, loads of that stuff, loads of nature and uh, just stillness and you know uh, mindfulness and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, I sort of in the time I, I just used it. I said, let's get stuck into. Um, I was writing a book, you know, but the book came into it turned into a, a play in the in the Abbey Theatre. So uh, it was great. The lockdown, I I, I wrote all the stuff that's for great, the Abbey yeah. Theatre, the one man show, you know. And that's they want me back now, so which is great, you know. They want me back now in February, so. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Yeah. You put COVID to to good test. Uh, you say you don't yeah. write hits; you write healers. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, it's 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 just that, that so many people say that it really helps them through life. You know, my music is really through dark times, and uh, you know they, they they put on other music when they want it. Um, they, they they use my stuff to get through uh, when they're feeling low and uh, they're feeling not good and they're going through hard times or when someone passes that they love or, uh, so it's, it's they, they say that they, 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 people just say that it's full of healing whatever I mm. sing it's full of healing you know and, uh, and I've never had a hit you know I've never had a hit on so uh, 
Well, you know what? One of my favourite hits from yours is Sing All Your Cares Away. You still get asked to play that, I'm sure, at your sets, do you? Um, oh yeah, I have to play that every time. Yeah, but uh, you know, since I never get really get radio players. I've never been the charts or anything like that. But uh, it's not about that, you know. Uh, for me, music isn't about hits and all that stuff. You know, it's, it's yeah, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a magical healing force that helps us through life. You know, and that's that's the way it was for for a long time. For all the time that we've been playing music, it's been helped us through life. You know, and the, you know to uh, absolutely to lift yeah. us. Olympus, you know, it's never been about the big house on the hill and making loads and loads and loads of money. That's that's a relatively new thing, you know. Listen, um, congratulations on your sold out gigs, and of course, you have a string of them coming up. Plenty of rest, I hope you're getting between now and then. Plenty of rest, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're just, we're just uh, the, 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 the big one is Killarney now on New Year's yeah. Eve. I haven't played on New Year's Eve in, uh, I don't know, about 10 years, so uh, I always love playing on New Year's Eve, but I was sort of. Um, I'd I'd, uh, I'd see my father on that that night, but uh, my father's passed now, so I'm back kicking again. So, uh, right, okay. I'm gonna have Kira Dignam as well, Christy's daughter. Oh, you know, fantastic! Christy yeah, fantastic. Yeah, what what song? You may not have thought about it yet because I imagine Vicar Street is more in your mind than than New Year's Eve. But what song would you sing first into the new year? That's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? Because I gig as well at the at the weekends and going to be gigging that night. What song do you kick off the new yeah. year with? That's a good one. Um, uh, I have a song called See Today, maybe I'll, I think I'll, I might uh, do that one, you know, Carpe Diem. Yeah, and you can change it to Seize the Year. Not the... Seize the Year, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, Demo, Damien Dempsey, thank you so much for your time. I know you're very, very busy. Pleasure chatting to you on Tip FM. Damien Dempsey, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot.